I don't trust my factory settings. Can I get a refund warranty? <laughs> Something like 30 day, what? 30 year? Is there a 30 year warranty on this thing? Uh, honey, 30 year warranty? <laughs> and, uh, well, make a call. I don't know, ask him. <laughs> <laughs> make a call, girl. Hello? Um. <laughs> I wanted back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to make a return on uh, one Brianda Agramonte, 1993, Boston. Yes, February 10th, I believe that's when it was. I'm just gonna have to redo that. Actually, don't do it at all. Make sure I wasn't born. Ooh. Hey! Oh my gosh, see what I'm saying? I just go dark, I don't know! Why do I do this? <gasps> Ooh! Hey, Father. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. So. What story are we doing this week? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Call back later. <gasps> you guys, this week we are diving into a new book, the book of Obadiah. Hmm. Welcome to another episode of Bible Stories with me, Brianda. Brianda. Another week in this life, a new variant strain with my girl, Clara. <laughs> Um, How she's are you? not named after the variant. I don't know why I looked at you and automatically thought COVID. <laughs> oh my gosh, where did that come from? Whoa. I don't know. Well, this is the kind of mood I'm in, guys. I'm in a, I'm in just like a little silly, goofy mood today, okay. apparently. Baby, how you been? What's going on? I'm so tired today. <laughs> oh, I'm like, I've had a coffee, you know. I just finished my coffee. I hope it kicks in. So, oh God. Yeah, I know you came in kind of low energy. I, I feel like I, I we're probably gonna need to edit this episode, like just in terms of like removing things that I say. Only the patrons will probably get it, but like I just feel like like today, oh, we gonna need to chop things up because I'm in a spicy, spicy mood. Yay. It, listen, if I had a manager, this would be an episode to be scared of having <laughs> of having a mic in front of me. <laughs> I don't know what's coming out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, but I, I do have a couple things to talk about before we dive into this week's episode. Okay. Clara. Dímelo. There are a number of reasons why I feel super grateful for you, for the for the show, the podcast, like having this. It's I I sometimes I like sit in my bed, I'm like, is this real life? Like sometimes and um oh hold on the story gets worse uh <laughs> last week i had a really crummy week you know just back-to-back -back disappointments i'm talking about everything that was wasn't almost ever almost exactly well here we go this is where i go so i experienced bats of three very pronounced back-to-back disappointments. Mm -hmm. And I've realized that in the, the in my lifespan so far, a lot of stuff has been really disappointing. And I allowed myself an hour to like sit in it, like a little pity party, mm -hmm. which I don't like to be in. I hate actually try and fight it. I'll like run 5,000 miles before I do that. But this time I was like, I was I was heartbroken by a boy that 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 boy from last week or wherever Ian's episode was, ugh. Um, but it, not for not really heartbroken though. It it was just I was embarrassed and I felt dumb. So now I'm just, people are disappointing me and now I feel dumb. That's a bad recipe for a disaster, you know. Aww. 
And I, today was the first bright day I had in a couple days. Yay! Yeah, that's why I had so much energy and I'm really happy after we shoot today, we're gonna shoot a bunch of sketches for mm -hmm. the uh, ads that we've been doing, the sketches, you know, the, the infomercial, uh, Baby Jesus, you know, if you wanna put a clip of it here, Claire, if you want to. All right, take that away. Um, well, I had a really bright day today and I said, okay, this is the day where I, I get to ask the Lord. Well, what was that about? <laughs> you know? <laughs> because in any other state, I'm not going to receive it the way it's intended. Mm. You know, the conversations with the Lord are the most um, effective when you are present and the most at peace, period. Mm. That's just, it is what it is. So I said, today's the day I get to, I have a bone to pick with you. And, um, Oh, the Lord is so great, you guys. When you have a relationship with the Lord, it's so cool because it's so great. Like, he answers your calls, you know? And I, after my devotional hour, of course, my house is a mess. I have, like, depression shit everywhere. Like, I haven't done my, like, I'm talking out of, out of character, you know? <laughs> and uh, I saw that the Lord had a response for me. And it was in my mess. Oh, what was it? On the floor, I was yeah. preparing for today's episode, and okay. I had three wigs to the left. I had a section for makeup. I had a section for um, my outfits. I had props for the shoot. I, it was just all I've scattered on my floor. And I said, oh, the Lord is in the mess too. <laughs> like, But here's the thing. The Lord is not messy, and it's all intentional. It's like, wait, no, I do have something to live for. Not all is lost. After this, I get to do something I love. I get to literally, as I'll take it from Ian's words, I get to step into my greatness a little bit more, a little inch closer. Mm -hmm. I get to create. I get to tell stories. I get to just be myself and have an hour with a bunch of my friends on the internet. Like, mm -hmm. oh. And the Lord answered me and said, listen, this is what it's all about. Change that perspective, girl. It may look messy now, but when you look deeper, that's your purpose. That's mm -hmm. yourself. It's just you gotta, you gotta get away, get get out of your own way. Mm -hmm. You know. Anywho, and also, um, I was gonna say something, and it left my mind. Well, uh, round of applause for Clara's wow. contribution. That was fast, <laughs> Dory. Uh, <laughs> no, I love you, Mama. I know. I was You're gonna tired, say. No, I was what? gonna say. Um, I think one thing you have to start processing from what I've learned working with you or like not actually working, like it, just getting it. to know you. Um, you have a very, very kind heart and you have a very uh, fair way of treating people. And you have to understand that not everyone is you. And that's okay. Other people operate differently. And like I always say, as long as it doesn't come from a bad place in the heart, Things sometimes don't go the way you would make them go, and that's okay, you know? But you have to learn that, because... Okay, I'm sorry. I have to say something. Okay. Hey, I hate to interrupt you. Okay, guys, you guys know that I have files for everybody. Well, the most recent uh, uh, installment of the Clara files was a text that she sent me, because I was in a place, I was in a really low place, and this is how I know that you're going to be a part of my life for a really long time. Uh... As God is my witness, like I'm not letting you go. I don't care. Um, 
when I was low, and I guess we can tell them I was referencing, I, I lost like a pod appearance, a role, a job, an acting job that I came really close to getting, and a boy. These three back to back to back to back to back. Boom, boom, boom. Right after the other, one right after the other. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna stop at the career thing though, because you know career has my heart, and mm -hmm. my, my purpose is like directly in line with what I do, I think. I think my personal legend is in what I do. It's kind of cool. But anywho, mm -hmm. um, the career stuff. Clara sent me a text message. Oh, no, you're going to read it? Uh, no, oh. not, not, uh, not all of it. I want to read one line, though. Okay. And it was so illuminating for me because it made me kind of switch things up in my brain. I recalibrated some things, um, especially how I view my career and also the internet, the internet as my career, because I never thought that this, like the, the podcast, I love you guys, love you to pieces. The pod is never once, I've never thought of it as my official main. But again, I saw the, the stuff on the floor and the Lord came to me and the Lord was like, maybe this could be my official thing. <laughs> you know, it was always like the thing I did on the side, you know, um, clarifiles, here we are. Oh, you got, you got a lot of good ones. Um, this was Thanksgiving morning, and you had said, you know, sorry that the blank role didn't work out. Mm -hmm. um, and you said something really interesting. This is what I want to bring up. You said, you are creative and an excellent performer. All we knew from a younger age were that the biggest stars were movie actors and actresses, and that's probably why you chose this path. But social media and podcasting have opened a whole new world, and this is where you can shine the most. You can perform and be whoever you want to be, and not what others tell you. At the same time, you can do storytelling, which you were born to do. You're great at having conversations with strangers, etc., etc., etc. I'm not going to repeat what you said the last line because. We're not going to do that. My head's That's already big. That's the one big. that make you cry. <laughs> no, no, no. No, because you got me. The second I saw that, I wiped my tears and I went, oh, you know what? I am a star. <laughs> like, she, okay, I'm just going to say it. She said, you're great at having conversations with strangers, which makes you the most talented in this industry. Okay, I didn't say it. That was her. I didn't say it. I didn't say it, okay? I have to say, I mean, every word of this text message, but it sounds so much better than when you read it. Than when I wrote it in my head, <laughs> like you just—it's very good. Clara. It just sounds come on, deeper and, and, and I don't know. In my head, it was like because you did da 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 da, da and you're like, no 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 no. I know, na, 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 I know, na, na. I know. Just, but the, uh, I read it verbatim. I read yeah, exactly yeah, I what you We're, said. Okay, guys, yeah, yeah. I did not add no filler to this. <laughs> well, Clara texted me that, and I, you, I don't know what you did. I kind of had, I had a grieving. I had like a, a funeral for, for me and little Brie. For your actress? Yeah. Me and little Brianda. I had to, have, I had to sit her down. Little six-year-old Brianda. In a little photo. I used to wear it like dress up when I was a kid. Maybe I'll insert a photo here if I can find it. I know I can. Um, and I literally had to say, hey, mama, we're going to change some things. And yeah, it felt so sad. good. It was Let's really go. sad, but I felt good, you know? Yeah. So anyways, I think that this is... This is the right path, guys. I, I, we, we're gonna really go in on content. Mm -hmm. We are the honestly, you and I, and sick collectively, us three. We are no one to sleep on. We're yeah. nothing to mess with. We're three psychos that somehow got together. <laughs> Wait, literally, 
I we need a case study done on <laughs> all the three of our we need brain scans done because I'm a psychopath. And by psychopath, I mean I think about death a lot and I create a lot, a lot. Like I can't shut it off. And when I do shut it off, I'm by myself and alone, and I don't want to be by myself and by my and alone. Okay. <laughs> Clara has, I'm pretty sure she has OCD. I want you to get screened. No, and you know I'm telling you this. This girl will not let a single detail out. Like, she's worse than me. I'll be like, oh, it's okay. One hair is poking out. No, the thing must go back. <laughs> Snout and sick. Uh, Instagram right here. The man who does all of our, he's our, our third in the trifecta. He, uh, uh, he does our clips. Incredible. This man does not sleep. The <laughs> other know. day, he texted me for edit notes or whatever. And this guy... Literally sounds like this. Okay, Mike. I just what? What did you want? At, what did you want at part? It's like I was like sick. What's wrong with you? You're sick. Oh, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't really know. I think my nose is just stuffy and my stomach hurts. Sick? Are you sick? <laughs> Go to bed. He's like, no, no. I gotta finish it. At four a.m. He goes, okay. I took a nap. Like, yeah. Knock Anyways. yourself out. <laughs> exactly. But part of the story is the Bible team, we are really about this life. And at the end of the day, the, the proof is in the pudding. Like, yeah, yeah, it just, it is what it is. Anyways, well, um, I hope you guys uh, enjoy what we got going on for this episode. We're going to get into uh, a famous prophet. And uh, yeah, let's get into this week's story. Let's go. Well, 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 what do we have here? Another prophetic book, the shortest prophetic book, uh, to be exact, the book of Obadiah, a book that is only 21 verses total, one chapter, but says a whole lot. Uh, Obadiah is one of the earliest prophets uh, to write a book. Actually, it's so old, people can't even decipher who he really was. Um Though the ultimate identity of Obadiah is shrouded in mystery, his emphasis on Jerusalem throughout his prophecy of judgment on the foreign land of Edom allows us at least to presume that Obadiah came from somewhere near the holy city in the southern kingdom of Judah. Uh, there are other context things we know. The, the word Obadiah means worshiper of Yahweh. Hey, hey, hey now. Mm. And just with like cer certain tracing, I mean, people that are way smarter than I am who study the Bible and study the origins of, you know, the uh, the this ancient Jewish text, um, they say that Obadiah existed somewhere around 840 BC, around that general area. So again, one of the earliest ones. I wanted to say that the over arching theme of this very short book is how pride, arrogance, and being boastful is sinful. It's as, I mean, I, I really wanted to make it as succinct as that. That's honestly what it is. So actually, Clara, you know what? what? I'm about to remix this. Why don't we give the Bible babes a reading of the chapter? It's only one chapter. Okay. It's only 21, verse, 21 verses, one chapter. Uh, yeah. Uh, and also, you know what? 
We can also give the people who are not patrons of our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Bible Brianda, uh, a little sneak peek at what mm. our audiobook narration series is like. Give them a patron taste. Yes, a little appetizer. Yeah. A little sneak peek, a little sizzler. Mm-hmm. I like that. I know. All right, Claire, do your thing. Obadiah. The vision of Obadiah. Edom's certain judgment. This is what the Lord God has said about Edom. We have heard a message from the Lord. An envoy has been sent among the nations. Rise up and let us go to war against her. Look, I will make you significant among the nations. You will be deeply despised. Your arrogant heart has deceived you. You who live in clefts of the rock, in your home on the heights, who say to yourself, who can bring me down to the ground? Though you seem to soar like an eagle and make your nest among the stars, even from there I will bring you down. This is the Lord's declaration. If thieves came to you, if marauders by night, how ravaged you would be. Wouldn't they steal only what they wanted? If grape pickers came to you, wouldn't they leave some grapes? How Esau will be pillaged, his hidden treasures searched out. Everyone who has a treaty with you will drive you to the border. Everyone at peace with you will deceive and conquer you. Those who eat your bread will set a trap for you. He will be unaware of it. In that day, this is the Lord's declaration, will I not eliminate the wise ones of Edom and those who understand from the hill country of Esau? Teman, your warriors will be terrified so that everyone from the hill country of Esau will be destroyed by slaughter. Edom sins against Judah. You will be covered with shame and destroyed forever. Because of violence done to your brother Jacob, mm, on the day you stood aloof, on the day strangers captured his wealth, while foreigners entered his city gate, and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were just like one of them. Do not gloat over your brother in the day of his calamity. Do not rejoice over the people of Judah in the day of their destruction. Do not boastfully mock in the day of distress. Do not enter my people's city gate in the day of their disaster. Yes, you. Do not gloat over their misery in the day of their disaster and do not appropriate their possessions in the day of their disaster. Do not stand at the crossroads to cut off their fugitives, and do not hand over their survivors in the day of distress. Hmm. Judgment of the nations. For the day of the Lord is near against all the nations. As you have done, it will be done to you. What you deserve will return on your own head. As you have drunk on my holy mountain, so all the nations will drink continually. They will drink 
and gulp down and be as though they had never been. But there will be deliverance on Mount Zion, and it will be holy. The house of Jacob will dispossess those who dispossessed them. Then the house of Jacob will be a blazing fire, and the house of Joseph a burning flame. But the house of Esau will be stubble. Jacob will set them on fire and consume Edom. Therefore, no survivor will remain of the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. People from Negev will possess the hill country of Esau. Those from the Judean foothills will possess the land of the Philistines. They will possess the territories of Ephraim and Samaria, while Benjamin will possess Gilead. The exiles of the Israelites who are in Halah and who are coming, the Canaanites, as far as Zarephath, as well as the exiles of Jerusalem, who are in Sepharad, will possess the cities of Negev. Saviors will ascend Mount Zion to rule over the hill country of Esau, but the kingdom will be the Lord's. If you want to learn a little bit more about the intergenerational beef that Edom has with you know, Judah, Israel, you know what I'm saying? But I'm talking about Judah, uh, specifically in this case of the split kingdom. I would watch, like, honestly, strongly urge you to either read um, the Bible, like, read the Bible, kids, of uh, Chronicles and Kings, or you could watch this episode of Bible or this episode of Bible, and honestly, this episode of Bible too, as you guys heard from the reading, it's a long, it's basically one chapter. It's like a disc record. It's like the Lord's disc record, okay? Like, oh, you guys heard he's rebuking these people for being so proud. If you guys don't remember, Jehoram, <laughs> King Jehoram, oh, got it. King Jehoram did a bunch of heinous things, including... Um, building a bunch of Baal, erecting a Baal statues and um, uh, making friendly lands enemies and all this other jazz. Same with Edom. And Edom is watching Jehoram do all this stuff. They're even more upset. You know what I'm saying? On top of the fact that there's an underlying, you know, from B Jacob and Esau, beef happening, they are now seeing that Judah under Jehoram's kingship were pissing them off even more. And because of that, Edom started being a little petty. Edom started being a little petty with their brother nation of Judah. And as all these other enemy territories would steamroll through Judah, you know, uh, killing people of Judah, uh, pillaging their, their resources, Edom did absolutely nothing. In fact, it is said that Edom did not just sit idly watching as their brother nations uh, were pillaged and ransacked. They may have joined in too. Honestly, they would just they would get it if they re if they watch those episodes. They'll know it. So I guess I don't have to, right? Yeah, so, I'm not gonna. They will get it if they do the homework. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not gonna do. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna give them that much. I'm not spoon feeding. Let me get my boob back. Give me my booby. 
back. <laughs> I keep on giving them the nipple. Go, go out there and work, kids. <laughs> if you, if you, if you like Bible stories, you know the beef that Jacob had with Esau. Okay, you know that Esau traded off his birthright for a porridge for stew. Okay, you know this. You know that Jacob disguised himself. Okay, and stole his blessing. You want to know this? Okay, They're, that's why they're beefing. All right. And if you didn't know that, please watch this episode again. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have to say anything else. Good. Uh, oh, that, well, that takes so much out of my brain. So it's clear in the text that Obadiah is referring to Edom by name. And, oh, it's, it's kind of spicy. Let's hop into some scripture to see Obadiah, you know, just like fry ether these uh these Edomites. Obadiah did not mince his words when he was saying what was coming to the Edomites, okay? The proof is in the pudding and it's in the text, okay? Let's go to uh, the scripture for some more context. We're gonna go to Obadiah uh, chapter one, verses 10 to 11, uh, which indicate the uh, Edomite invasion of Jerusalem, okay? Because of the violence done to your brother Jacob, shame shall cover you and you shall be cut off forever. On the day that you stood aloof, on the day that strangers carried off his wealth and foreigners entered his gates and cast lots for Jerusalem, you were like one of them. Mm, you stood aloof. That's what, that's what Obadiah says to the people of Edom. Edom may not have been the aggressor every time, but they did nothing. They stood idly and didn't, didn't do anything. Um, and the fact that they were family lands, I said this during our Ian episode, Clara, here. Uh, it, really, it really do be your people sometimes, your own people that disappoint you in the worst way. And, uh, and I think that's why Obadiah tells us here, you know, that not doing anything is just as much of an evil act. Mm -hmm. You know, sin is a sin by action, but also by turning your cheek. And obviously we've talked about this before and I said it again in a previous episode, but that little messaging there was written in eight, around 840 BC by prophet Obadiah, a prophet. Mm -hmm. And it is that same idea is sprinkled throughout the book. You know, when the Lord does that for like, when he puts those themes in the story, that's not just accidental and he's not just being poetic. It's something that we need to, as humans, as people, as sisters, as brothers, as friends, as husbands, as daughters, as sons, as cousins, as students, as teachers, we need to realize that anytime we are reacting from a place of, you know, pride and arrogance, Nothing good is going to come from it, period. Mm -hmm. And if you think that something good is happening, you're actually wrong. You're playing God. You played yourself because nothing is promised. That's why being petty is pointless. Yeah. No good comes out of it. But it feels good sometimes. Not really. It does. It feels good. Just sometimes, Clara? Two minutes. And that's it. Yeah. But then you realize you're being petty and that doesn't make you the bigger person. I always like to be like the bigger person. <laughs> okay, 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 we got it. But, <laughs> but then like if I 
I'm catching myself being petty, then I don't like me anymore. So I don't yeah. like being petty anymore, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's even more exhausting to now I have to play someone that I don't even want to be. I don't, I'm not, and I'm not someone that I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like what I said it before, it literally feels like when I operate from that, when I, and I can get petty, you already know this. <laughs> yeah. um, it literally feels like I'm doing this, disconnecting the phone so he doesn't call, or I don't hear it when mm. he calls. So but that's baby Jesus. We try. <laughs> Limited time offer this week only. <laughs> you get a baby Jesus hotline. You get a baby Jesus. And you get a baby Jesus hotline. <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and again, again, this episode, it's it's gonna be really simple. And it's because Obadiah kept it really short and sweet. I said this before, man, like sometimes the most effective, profound things can be can be translated in very few words and that is how he says it you know um i also wanted to bring it back to another verse i've said it before james uh, chapter 4 verses 11 to 17 where we're now up up in the new testament where this same idea is uh, being reiterated to bible reader bible readers worldwide you know james chapter 4 i'm going to take it further Verses 11 to 17. I really hope I'm not um, boring people. Come on. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, do they even want to know that this stuff that happens? You sometimes? realize that people that listen to this show is because they want to listen to this stuff, right? Like they want to hear this type okay, of content. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, of course they do. I'm great. I'm awesome. Oh, God. Hi, Tangie. I'm trying this thing, guys. I'm trying this thing where, <laughs> where I'm like more confident or at least presenting I feel like I'm trans confident. Like, oh, wow, is that bad? I told you, Claire, we may have to edit that out. <laughs> but it feels like I was born in the wrong body. Like, it feels like my soul just wants to evaporate and disappear. But, like, I have to present something else. <laughs> okay, well, okay. We, you're we learning, to, you're learning. To we're learning. And, do you think we're going to have to cut that? Nah, you got Okay, if I get canceled, it's her fault. Nah. I'm never going to be on TV because of Clara. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> okay, James, we're going to go to James chapter four, verses, um, 11 to 17. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such town and spend a year there in trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Huh. Hevel, hevel, remember? Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. That is the, that is the New Testament, guys. That is hundreds of years later. Understood? Like... And yet the message is clear. Actually, Claire, do you mind doing something for us right now? Can you look up the definition of boasting? I mean, I know what it is, but I would love to to hear what what it what it means. So we could really dissect that. Boast. B-O-A-S-T. Boasting, no? Boasting, sí, like mi amor. <laughs> Excessively proud and self-satisfied talk about one's achievements, possession possession. <laughs> possessions or mm -hmm. abilities there we go okay so 
in the in the text, James is talking about boasting about tomorrow. And in a sense, Obadiah is telling the Edomites too, you're doing all of this because you either think that you'll come out skate free, like scotch scot free, you know, or you're so convinced that tomorrow will be like today that you're gonna do the act anyways. You're so convinced that your future is set. Okay, I won't, I, I'll, I'll act on pride because I'll, tomorrow I'll have what I have today. The second we think like that, we're trying to play God and Father God don't like that, okay? <laughs> um, also, it says here, you know, we don't know, like, what is it? It says that today or tomorrow we will go into such and such town and spend a year there uh, in trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. That's kind of what the essence of that is. What is your life? For you are a mist, a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. And I guess it's not even about being boastful per se, because being boastful is the attitude. And you can be aware that you're being boastful. So it isn't about being aware of it. It's about what that attitude the makes bragging. you do. What the attitude makes you do. You know? Um, the only way you can be an arrogant prick is if you think you have all the answers. That's it. Um, Usually people that think like that are the most, are the ones that have the least answers, the most ignorant. Yep. And a whole lot of package, internal stuff that they need to work through. Mm -hmm. You know, because secure people don't, don't, they just don't do that. If you're secure in your faith, if you're secure in your relationship with the Lord, you're not, you're not operating from that place. That's really humanly. That's mm -hmm. like, we're not, we're taught to not, you know, um, follow our own understanding, don't need, lean not on your own understanding, you know. Another really um, insightful aspect of the book is when you're dealing with an author, a prophet who is so direct and so like minimal wording, like I feel like he could have been good at math or something, I don't know. Um, or maybe he was like a physicist or something in, back in his days, you know, is the fact that he also was so clear, crystal clear about what was about to happen and uh, uh, what lands were gonna go to who in a very specific way. When I'm talking, about, look, the Lord is specific. And when prophets are being specific about the Lord's instruction, ooh, it, it sends chills down my spine. Um, that's how I know that, you know, Jesus is coming back. You know, it's because it's already been said before. Um, and the belief of that ideal coming back is what influences how I live my life now. Oh, praise Jesus. Anywho, um, we're going to go to uh, Obadiah obviously chapter one, verse 18, for more context on how specific the uh, instruction uh, and prophecy that Obadiah spoke out to the Edomites was. Obadiah 1, 18. The house of Jacob shall be a fire and the house of Joseph a flame and the house of Esau stubble. They shall burn them and consume them and there shall be no survivor for the house of Esau, for the Lord has spoken. For the Lord, the Lord has already spoken. The Lord's already taken care of it. Mm, the Lord already has it covered. And, it, and, and honestly, it makes me feel really secure because it's like, if you mess with the Lord's babies, it's going to come back to you. <laughs> I wouldn't do that if I were you. I would, just, I would just join us. Come on. Let's be on the same team. Come on. Don't be evil. Oh, I don't want evil. 
Oh, I want to be a superhero for evil. Dun, 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 dun. Like a Powerpuff Girl. And I just like, if you're doing evil things, you, you, you get zapped. I'm like, <laughs> that would be my superpower. Um, but, oh, and then I'll end on this. Uh, 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 we're winding down the episode because the book is so short. But the ultimate prophecy, which is, uh, you know, a, the, the Lord's arrival. Here we have Obadiah, our dear worshiper of Yahweh, prophesying another arrival. You know, he predicts, it also predicts the end. You know, so does John in Revelation, right? Uh, in verse 15 of Obadiah, Obadiah writes, For the day of the Lord is near upon all the nations. As you have done, it shall be done to you. Your deeds shall return on your own head. Anytime I have, uh, you know, my non-believer friends always say, I believe in energy. I believe in energy. Don't ask them what energy is because they, but uh, I believe in energy and also um, karma is real. What do you mean by karma? Whatever I put out comes back or whatever you put out comes back to you. Instead of that, anytime they say that, like my little Christian brain goes, okay, as you have done, it shall be done to you. As you have done, it shall be done to you. If you have, like, for me, like I, in order for me to understand the world, you know, I got to like tr translate it through my Christian, let my newfound, I'm working on it. You know, I'm, I'm just establishing, uh, I'm getting out of my baby crib, but in the meantime, I have to understand things through a Christian view. And that's what that is for the people who like believe in karma and all that, which, Hey man, karma is real. Cause I believe it this way. So I believe that stuff. And Same concept, different words. Exactly, babes. Oh my goodness. I would love to do an episode with a Buddhist or something, someone so where we could just like do that, like tip for tat, maybe verse for verse. Translating. Like, yes, exactly. That'd be really cool. Um, but I think that's so exciting because it just confirms to me what's later also prophesied uh, in the New Testament, like a second coming of our Lord incarnate and um, that final day will come. It'll come for all of us. Judgment will come. And it won't be me. Jesus will do that. Um, anyways, yeah. Part of the story is the Lord will free us from injustice. If you are the Lord's child, he's got you. You got to trust that he's got you. Well, moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Like, I feel like I'm always trying to find stable and waiting. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. And then sometimes the thoughts that keep me up at night are like, oh, this is life. And it's going to be like that till the end. What's, what are you waiting for? Like what's That feeling of you? like something's better. I have to change to acquire something better that I have to change. Have yeah. To change. What, what, what's stable for you? Stable is that peace, a striving for peace. But I'm, I've been on survival mode for so long that I don't even know what a life not being on like trying to find stability, trying to be normal, trying to find stability, trying to have a normal life, trying to be stability. Does that make sense? Like trying to be stable literally paralyzes me. And I just caught myself saying like, I can't wait. Oh, but it's already happening. I have to like rewire. Not, I can't wait. I want to take it out of my brain for the next like couple months. Mm. I can't wait. I can't wait. Why don't you just be here, work with what you have and be here? You and know? maybe the, the idea that you have of, stable is not real yes yeah, romanticized there's always something always 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 there's paces 
fast and like slower paces. Yeah. But there's always, always, always. That's life, like you said. You'd be dead if, if everything was plain and, and quiet and like, no. Yeah, and on, oh gosh. Tampoco así, all the time, you know. Like I said, like sometimes like well, this. Sometimes well, can like I tell you something? Like, Jesus makes me feel stable. Clara, I'm telling you, if I didn't have, if you knew Brianda before, I mean, I've always been, I would say, some people who knew me before, I'm not mean, I've never been mean-spirited, like, but um, I think, I, I, I think like, I had a fear of being misunderstood and that that's the big that's the bigger thing the fear of being misunderstood the fear of not being liked the the fear of not being received and like wanting to feel that kind of stuff I think that's that's the one everyone has that Ugh Jesus It's a normal thing to have we are social yeah, but, animals Well what's Here great comes about the scientists kitchen but we're social animals we we need um we need for our survival we need to operate in group And the only way of being included in the group is being liked. So that's on your nature, is your factory settings. I don't trust my factory settings. Can I get a refund warranty? <laughs> Something like 30 day, what? 30 year? Is there a 30 year warranty on this thing? Uh, honey, 30 year warranty? <laughs> And uh, well, make a call. I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> <laughs> make a call, girl. Um, oh, I want back. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to. I'd like to make a return on uh, one Brianna Agramonte, 1993, Boston. Yes, February 10th, I believe that's when it was. <laughs> We're going to have to redo that. Actually, don't do it at all. Make sure I wasn't born. Ooh. Hey. Oh, my gosh. See what I'm saying? I just go dark. I don't know. Why do I do this? Edit that part out. I don't get it, but I'm not sad. I'm not a dark... I'm not sad. No, no, you're like... You're... Okay, you're like... Um... Black glitter. So you're dark, but you sparkle. Girl, I'm so happy you didn't say black glitter because I was like, no. <laughs> what? Girl, what you mean? I'm the I'm where the poop goes, girl. I'm a receptacle for fecal matter. I mean, I guess where are you going with this? <laughs> glitter. Because you do have very dark black thoughts glitter. sometimes. What? You do have very dark thoughts sometimes, but. I always do. You shine. And, and it's like, it's dark, but I don't receive it. Maybe because you, you add the comedy filter to it. But I don't receive it as, like, that joke right now. I don't receive like, como too much. Or, or you're about to <laughs> do something, like, hurt yourself after you yeah. leave here. Or like, you know what I mean? So, yes, you do have tendencies to go to the dark side. But always with a sparkle and with, I don't know, you, you make wanna, it like, you make it less bad. You know, you, you want know what really sucks? Is that my favorite people? <laughs> like, we're also like comedians that were dark too, but you wouldn't ever see. But like, when I think about it, it's like Robin Williams, like. That's uh, most comedians. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's get into moral of the story. I mean, I don't even know if we're going to use that, but I don't know why I wanted to tell that to you. Let's go. Nice. Ready? Moral of the story is just because we are made in the image of God don't mean we got it like God, okay? Only God can do godly things, including ultimate justice. That's right, I said it. Evil people gonna get it one way or another. Because when we give it all to God and walk in faith by grace and grace alone, That includes vengeance, 
Let's remember that peace and oneness is found in love and kindness. That is the core of what being present is all about. You know, sensations of rage and fury alert us that we're not in the present. I mean, it, they do remind us that we are human, though. Hmm. Anyways, the second rage and fury uh, overtakes your body, you know, it cuts us off from our life supply, our connection to God. And babes, that is simply unwise and counterproductive to our faith work. Besides, God's vengeance doesn't look like human vengeance anyway. It's another kind of justice. It's perfect. It's eternal. The book of Obadiah shows us that when people place themselves in opposition to God's people, they can expect judgment, not restoration, at the end of life. Hmm. Yeah. Pray for thy enemies makes a whole lot more sense now. Ooh! Hey, Father. How'd I do? Oh, I know this week was short, but, I mean, Clara and I have been working tirelessly. We've been slaves to the book, Father. We need a vacation. I mean, if you want, if you will it for us, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. I mean, you can't cancel us. Are we canceled? Uh -huh.